Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation. And if you're new here, welcome. In this episode, we're going to look at port address translation. We'll be discussing how to configure port address translation to use a single IP address and a pool of IP addresses. We're going to look at how we're going to look at and analyze port address translation from a PC to a server and from a server to a PC. And then finally, we're going to go ahead and verify that port address translation. This episode is part of my series on enterprise networking, security, and automation. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. Typically, when we think of port address translation PAT, we think of a single external IP address being mapped to many IP addresses on the internal side of your network. And we can map this one to many port address translation. First thing we have to do is make sure you create an access list because we need an access list to say who is going to use that. So we create just a standard access list. So access list one, we're going to permit anybody on our network. And for here, we're going to create allow anybody on the 192.168.0.0 network to go ahead and do this network address translation. Then for our IP NAT inside source statement, we're going to use access list one. So this list one here is our ACL we just created up here. And then we say, what interface is it that we are connecting to? This is the external interface, the interface that's connected to our ISP. So this is our ISP here. This is the one that connects to our ISP. And then the key here to use one IP address on the outside to allow on the inside is to put this word overload in here. Put the word overload. A lot of times people call PAT also as NAT overload. And it's because of this keyword here. We're going to use a lot more IP addresses on the inside of our network than we have on the outside of our network, than we have publicly routable IP addresses. Once we go ahead and we say access list one to our serial interface and we're gonna overload it, then what we have to do is we have to define our inside and outside interfaces. Here we're gonna go in, go into interface serial 010. We're gonna define that as our IP NAT inside. And then we're gonna go into serial 011 and define that as our IP NAT outside. So our outside interface. That's all you have to do to set up this path, this one to many addresses. Now there can be an occasion where your ISP will give you a couple addresses to use on the outside of your network. So you actually have to create a pool here, but on the inside, you're gonna have a lot more addresses than those couple your ISP gave you. First step here in this scenario is we need to create our pool. Right here, we're gonna create a pool and we're gonna call it NAT pool two, just to keep it separate than the one we previously created. All caps here again, once again, to identify the name. Then we have our start IP address for our pool. We have our end. IP address for our pool. And then we have our subnet mask. Tells us which is our, what, what our network portion is and our host portion. So we define our pool. 
then you then you have to say what people are allowed to use this this is creating another access list here an acl we're going to use acl1 here and once again we're going to permit everybody from the 192.168.0 network to use this port address translation maybe in your scenario you want to you let it just be the office personnel so you put that network address in there then once you've defined your pool of IP addresses and your access control list, you bind them together. You bind that together with the with the IP NAT inside source list statement. You say what access control list you're using. This is the access control number you just defined right here. Then you say pool and you give it the name of the pool you are using. That comes from the pool you just defined two lines above. So you're, you're binding these two together and then because we are doing a few outside addresses to a lot inside addresses, we have to make sure we put this overload. And this is where they're going to use ports to keep track of your vast number of inside requests to just a couple of those external IP addresses. Once we've defined our pool access list and bound them together, we need to say what interfaces are our inside interfaces and the outside interfaces. So you go into each of your interfaces and then you say IP NAT inside for your inner inside interface here we're using serial 010 is our inside and then you go into the other interface and say serial 010 is our outside interface so create the pool create the access list bind them together and then define which is your inside and outside interfaces when we analyze our port address translations we look at the addresses or the IP packet before our translation and after our translation. Right here, we have our servers that are responding to a request we sent out. R2 is doing our translations here. So we're doing our translations here on R2. And the server response is coming back in. And then we put in our destination information. We have our destination IP address and our destination port address that this destination address is routed to our r2 router so it gets routed up here to our r2 router our r2 router sees that we have a conversation happening in our net network address translation table that 209.165.200.225 and the destination port number 144 is translated into a local IP address on our LAN of 192.168.10.144. So it translates that into an address we can use to deliver it on our local network. Same thing happens that PC2 is waiting for a response. Here is the destination address and destination port. We come to our R2, which is doing the translation, and we change that destination address from a 209 public IP address to an IP address we can use on our local area network, a 192.168.10.11 network. To verify PAT, we can do the show IP NAT translations. The show network IP translations, we get the protocols. We get the inside global, we get the inside local, outside local and outside global addresses for our active connection. But we are using PAT, port address. Notice we do have port numbers on here. And that'll give us the difference between 
where we're doing the network overload or the PAT versus a static or dynamic NAT. We're using port numbers here. And when we do the show IP NAT translations, this is going to give us port numbers. You can see all of these have port numbers. Another way to verify our PAT is we can do a show IP NAT statistics. Looking through here, we have four active translations, two are dynamic, two are extended. We, at most, we had two translations. We have some information about which our interface interfaces are, the inside and outside ones. Hits we have, we matched four translations. We didn't have to generate any dynamic ones. Our misses are zeros. Then we come down to our information about our NAT pool. We can have our start and end IP addresses. Total addresses available and the number of addresses allocated is one. Once again, we are doing overload here. So we will only use one until all available level four ports, all 65,000 of them are used up. Then we'll use the second address in our pool. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on port address translation. If you like this episode and got value out of it, and of course, depending upon what platform you're using, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All of my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com, and you can get all these episodes in video and podcast form. In the upper right is my playlist for my series on enterprise networking, security, and automation. In the bottom right is one of my favorite videos that I put there just for you. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on enterprise networking, security, and automation. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.